Welcome to episode 259 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goods. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. I'm David Hall. We're joined today by a very special guest. Greg Schultz is one of the hosts of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game book club podcast, who on February 15th will be taking part in a 24-hour charity live stream to benefit the Transgender Resource Center of Long Island, New York. We're going to hear all about that in a minute, but first, we want to take a moment to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Gangagahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So we want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. Gregory? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, Doing all right. That's good to hear. It's been a little less than a year, I think, since the last time we spoke to you on the show. No. Something like It's yeah. been that long? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like... Jesus fucking Christ. I yeah. mean, you guys got to talk to Greg before. I haven't gotten, talk to, gotten to talk to Greg. <laughs> this is my first time making an impression with Greg. How's it going so far, do you think? <laughs> it's a pretty good impression. So yes! I'm, Nailed I'm it! Enjoying. Now it's a roller coaster of disappointment and broken promises. <laughs> okay, I looked it up. It was in July, so it was actually <laughs> not that long ago. I was right! Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Greg. Um, thanks so much. I'm glad to be here. I, w- I was thinking, uh, Tom, I was thinking of, of you as the anniversary of PodCon mm-hmm. came and went. Um, Rest in peace. And RIP PodCon. As that is where we met. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it's where we'll never meet again. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a little sobering thought for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us about uh, tell us about this live stream you guys are doing. Um, yeah, so we every year have done. Well, I say every year. This is the third year we're doing it um, on the anniversary of our podcast or thereabouts. We do a twenty-four hour charity stream where we bring our favorite games of the previous year. Uh, the 24 of them to be precise and every hour on the hour we switch games uh, and we stay up for 24 hours and we get progressively more and more insane and (laughs) wild and incoherent Um, but every year we try to pick a um, charity that uh, we want to bring you know shed some light on Mm -hmm. so this year as you said it's going to be the transgender resource center of long island because uh, we're all located in the greater New York, uh, metro, metro, New York City metropolitan area, that giant mount, mouthful and giant city. <laughs> um, and it's going to be going from 10 a.m. Eastern uh, on February 15th till 10 a.m. Eastern, February 16th. Uh, so that is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing a good job of it. Do you like? Uh, are all four of you going to be on for the full twenty four hours? Also, are there exactly four of you? I just said there that. are exactly four of us. Okay. I when as soon as I said all four of you, I was like, I hope there's not a fifth person that I just forgot existed. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, the the uh, the the. the the other person that we refer to named Travis, right? Uh, who Dave constantly yells at 
Um, but none of us have ever heard. I don't even know if Travis is real. <laughs> um, so uh, there is that. Um, yeah, we all try to stay up. I think this year, since uh, given that last year was really rough uh, and we're all getting older, there might be some like systems put in place so that, you know, we might be able to take an hour off at a time or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, Bucket of cold water. That to be... Yeah, go yeah. Go do the ice bucket challenge. Go sit in a corner and cry a little bit. <laughs> go pick up pizza. Um Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So uh no, it's it's really good. We try to bring uh games that we think that may have gotten overlooked and we try to give it enough time between year end so that we can actually put some thought into the games that we pick rather than just being like, uh, what did I just play? So Right. Awesome. It's, it's kinda like how all the award shows are like not in December because they need a couple months to figure out who won things. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's going to be 24 games. Uh, how yep. long did it take you guys to decide on which 24 games? Uh, I think we um, we tried to be ahead of the ball. <laughs> so we managed to figure out by the end of January for once, which was really nice. Okay. Um, which means that we've been thinking a lot about incentives and uh, or like challenges that we can put out. Mm. Uh, for instance, Colin, one of my co-hosts, uh, they are trying to, uh, they've been training to get really good at one of the games that we're going to bring called Katana Zero. Um, and f- for every death that they get on stream, uh, they will be donating a dollar. Ah. And f- first off, just to be able to beat the game <laughs> in under an hour... Uh, is a challenge and then I think when they first tried it was like 60 some odd minutes and over 140 deaths or something like that wow (laughs) yeah so um but we'll do things like that we'll do some like which character should we pick um like last year there was Colin brought a game, I forget. It had to do with pizza, so we had to make um, live on the stream. There was pizza making happening. (laughs) Um, But, uh, like, uh, Giovanni had to use my arms. It was weird. Like, we tried to do, (laughs) make it fun and and interesting and and do some odd odd picks. So um, keep an eye out for what those might be. Wait. And maybe a games list. Did did you guys, wait, do you mean you, like... You live streamed yourselves making pizza in real life. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we had we had the game on one side, and then like in the corner where it usually shows the couch, we had tilted it down to watch the monstrosity that was us making trying to make pizza. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> and what led you to choose the organization that you picked for this year? So we had done we've done a. I'm trying to remember. We did Child's Play the first year. We tried to keep it. We were trying to keep in within games, but this year, as um, a lot of the people that we know um, were going through th- things dealing with uh, transgender mm-hmm. rights, mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to make a point to try to support that and having it be something local mm-hmm. also really meant a lot to us. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's I. I'm really excited that you guys are uh, that you guys are doing that. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, and um, even if you can't. Like the, I will say the the other thing is that we have a, a like a widget set up so that you can donate, mm-hmm. 
and then we don't touch the money it goes directly oh great to them mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have to do, you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, no need to trust Greg. Yes. (laughs) And also, even if you don't trust me (laughs) as I am a shady, um, uh, or if you don't have enough to donate, don't worry about it. That's fine. Just like come hang out and chat and help keep us awake. Right. Uh, (laughs) Check in from, from time to time and just like see if we're still see if we're still breathing we, we literally have people come in and go oh my god you're still alive good for you <laughs> go for it except 12 hours later when they first checked in yeah yeah oh, man yeah i've uh i've done like i've i've done things where you like what am i saying i've pulled all-nighters is the sentence that I'm trying to say. <laughs> ah. I've done the thing where you stay up all night. Yeah. I, I've pulled all nighters in the past, but I've never like done them while trying to accomplish something. <laughs> right. Like that yeah. just happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, when you're like, when you're like in high school or college, you like sometimes are like, I'm going to play video games all night and it's like fun, but you're not necessarily like, you know, trying to engage with people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's hard. I used to do it for uh, when I used to draw sketch cards. And of course, I would do everything at the last second. And the FedEx guy is arriving in the morning. And I'm like fuck! And as Greg will, I'm sure, attest, the there's swings. There's like moments where you're like fucking yes. hyper, and you're so exhausted, but you're like like a fight, like fucking lightning bolt. And then other moments where you're really close to crying. It's just like, <laughs> help yep. me, please. Yeah, I think if you look at the last hour, because we have highlights, and they'll probably end up on YouTube. Um, but if you look at the last hour or so, uh, like the last game, uh, most of us are just like, yeah, <laughs> you got to do this. <laughs> and just like, that sounds um, so entertaining from the outside, I must say. <laughs> just watching humans crumble. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is something. It is at least something. I will say. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, so kind of coming back to left trigger, right trigger, a little more. You know, pulling pulling back the curtain a little bit further and talking more broadly. What's um? I guess if you had to give the elevator pitch of your show, how would you describe it to someone that you you know just met in an elevator? Yeah, the for someone you've met for the first time, Greg. <laughs> Let's say you and David are in an elevator together. <laughs> Oh, hi, David. Wow. Well, I can't believe I ran into you here. How do you know my name? This elevator. <laughs> this is our first time meeting. <laughs> oh, I, I just read your name tag. Oh, uh, I forgot so. I left that on. I sometimes forget. Since we're at ConPod. We're at, yeah, ConPod. <laughs> we're the, no, no relation to PodCon. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> let me tell you about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Unprompted. Don't you mean your cast pod? <laughs> uh, yes, my cast pod. You got it right there. Nail on the head. Tell me all about it. <laughs> um, so, uh, left trigger, right trigger. We call it a video game book club. Uh, it is where we each each episode we pick a topic that we are going to discuss, and and then each of us brings a game that we think best fits that topic or best represents that topic. Um, so we kind of use games as a metaphor to talk about things like hero or things like um water or things like tom i'm forgetting what the episode uh, tom was a guest on one of them and i'm rem- forgetting the topic that that was and i'm really stealth. feeling self-conscious about that it. one was sorry stealth. 
stealth. Oh, fun. And uh, <laughs> topics like stealth. Um, I mean, you can go listen to that where where Tom is a guest. Uh, um, but we we try to kind of think about and discuss kind of how games can represent these different things mm-hmm. um and we try to keep them like very broad so that we can bring in weird and esoteric ideas <laughs> or just like crazy off the wall uh things i'm gonna make this mean this now watch me <laughs> yeah yeah let's watch me jump through all the hoops <laughs> through the transitive property i'm gonna really stress out the transitive property here yeah, yeah. so it's uh yeah that's that's more or less the pitch of the show Sweet. that was a little bit longer than this elevator ride was uh we had to go up and down and then back up again i mean but, it's okay um, i hit all the buttons oh uh, okay yeah. <laughs> clearly never ridden an elevator with david before <laughs> yeah it's the first thing i do every time um but now that i have you locked in my uh box of doom i do <laughs> like that you've described it with sort of uh, archetypal things that like I would immediately associate with like, okay, I can see where the conversation for hero or stealth would come in. But you also said water. <laughs> yes. I want to know what that's about. Be- I, wa- I want like a Cliff Notes version of what that episode was because I need to know what the episode about water was. So that, that one was actually never aired. It was one of our parents <laughs> like... It was when we were like feeling out how to figure out how to make this podcast work. It's kind of one of the ones. So I know I talked about like water levels in Mario games mm-hmm. being the worst. Yeah, no, water levels um, in all games are the worst. Water associated yeah. with sewer levels, all the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I beg to differ. I thoroughly enjoyed Crash Bandicoot water levels. Um, when you're above the water or under the under water? the water? Under the water. Yeah. That's actually, that's a good point. You guys are actually... fighting me so hard with your eyes right now. Greg, you have no idea. <laughs> Please Crash... support me. <laughs> Crash ones, though, because you actually get to swim and move, and yeah. it makes sense mm-hmm. with it, like, the way you move also associates really well with how you move outside of the water. True. That's usually how, why it's so bad yeah. is because all of a sudden, all the physics are gone right. and different. And that's, that's where I'll make my concession, because Crash Bandicoot... As an example of a game that will take away the jumping from you, that's a good thing. Because yeah. the jumping mechanics in that game are floaty and bad. <laughs> and the camera True. is terrible. True. So you take all that away, you give me a 2D side-scroller now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I will concede, yes, Crash Bandicoot water levels are good. Thank you, dude. Crash Bandicoot games, also good. But man, those janky mechanics, though. Mm-hmm. I will say, I, I uh, we recently discussed or i think uh cart games and racing games came up on a recent episode mm-hmm. and i professed my adoration for crash team racing oh, hell yeah tried it. mm-hmm. it's good yeah well i so i haven't played the remaster uh but just like i had a multi-tap on a playstation one <laughs> and did that because i was yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> games yeah. as metaphors left trigger right trigger awesome so doing some stuff I'm about um, it. <laughs> on an episode maybe two months ago one of you guys mentioned bloons tower defense five yep and uh i'm I, yep. i'm real upset about that because uh <laughs> since then i have logged ooh uh, just an unhealthy number of hours <laughs> into five and also six which is on the ios would you say that it's enough hours to film yourself and start your own live stream oh god i mean (laughs) no it's it's just a it's a thing that i can do on the toilet or like while i'm editing you know 
you have on, a little while fun also open. on the toilet well yeah naturally i do all my edits from the toilet <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but no it's you know a lot of a lot of editing podcasts is just listening and then you mm-hmm. know when something happens that you're like i gotta get rid of that you pause and you go fix it right uh so during all the listening parts i need something to do and uh who boy <laughs> just, just playing. Blues. You got, you got to elaborate a little bit, buddy. Is I, it the, is the game hard and satisfying? Are the graphics uh, thrilling? It's, um, it's one of those like tower defense games mm-hmm. where you you know get resources, use them yep. to build better towers, and hoard off waves of balloons that yeah. are coming at you. And uh, it's just like there's something satisfying when you clear a challenge for the first time, uh, um, and see. there and like. This the newest one also has like a level up system built into it where as you level up you get skill points that you can put into like making certain types of towers better overall. Yeah, um, getting that good dopamine response. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sure is slow slow <laughs> progression and uh... and Greg got you hooked. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I feel like it might have been Colin, but one of you guys definitely mentioned it and. Uh, uh, fuck you, basically. <laughs> yeah. This is why he wanted you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you guys out. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, no, that that's that's fair. Um, Tom wants you to send uh, an ultimatum to Colin, probably. <laughs> might have been might have been Giovanni. I I really don't remember. I I think it might have been me. Yeah. I think I mentioned I think I mentioned balloons and or at least opened the door for balloons. Uh, Wait, is it? Is it spelt B L? Uh-huh. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bloons. It like Bloons. It, it's been around for like a decade probably. It was one of the like oh, yeah. original like flash tower defense games. Oh. The, yep. or, the original obviously. It yeah. was on I believe could be found on addictinggames.com. I think so. <laughs> that that sounds right. So and that website brings back so many memories. Oh my gosh. God. Yeah. yeah. And mini clip. Wow. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That website's over a decade old uh-huh. at this point. Mm-hmm. We're oh god, oh. yeah, it's twenty twenty, Tom. It's it sure is. around <laughs> earlier two thousands. Yeah. Are we all feeling old right now? Is that what's happening? Hell yeah, is that we the are. Lull? Yeah, yeah. The lull I mean, of old I remember age. when I was old, uh, or when I found out that I was old, when I checked back to see what mini clip was doing, <laughs> and that RuneScape was no longer the number one played game, and I just lost it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm old now. (laughs) My childhood has passed me. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. Speaking of things that make people feel old, how about we take a trip to make money? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Look, I can't always be the king of of segues, okay? Um, what I I'm love taking is that, the crown back. No, no, David. What I love is that usually, even if it's horrible, you state it with confidence. Can you give that to me again, Tom, with a little peppering of confidence? Speaking of a little peppering of confidence. Oh, here he goes. How about we get a little peppering of your money? <laughs> Guys, this episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. Woo! If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've definitely heard us talk about chaos. Professional sound equipment, cinema-grade cameras, event hosting, and more. But this week, we want to tell you about something new. A special new service they've just rolled out, where, for a limited time only, Chaos is offering radically reduced rates for their new social media services as part of a limited-time promo offer to help them build some case studies. What does any of that mean? 
Basically, they want to test out how effective their new social media packages are, and they're offering them at a discounted rate of 70 to 80% <gasps> off the usual price. Dang, wow, dang, 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 dang. That's insane. That's crazy. That's a fucking ridiculous yeah. amount of savings. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have any kind of business and you want to improve your social media presence, go to createchaos.com or hit them out on Instagram. Hit them out? Hit them up. And out. Every direction. Up and really. out. Yeah. Just hit them on Instagram at Create Chaos. You can find out more that way. <laughs> That's chaos with a K. Chaos! Tell them we sent you. <laughs> Specifically us. <laughs> hey, Kate, want to take them to the cash corner? Sure, buddy. Ooh. Welcome to the cash corner. The part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Have you bought a cup of coffee yet this week? How much did it cost you? Like two, three dollars? What if I told you that studies have shown that listening to your favorite comedy podcast first thing in the morning can be up to twice as effective at waking you up and energizing you as a cup of coffee? I'd be lying, but I'd also be making a point. For less than the cost of a cup of coffee every month, you can help us help you wake up every single Tuesday morning. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at Patreon... Oh, David started doing a thing and now I'm distracted. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at Patreon.com slash Up for Discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Gabriel, who asks, What's something you recently revisited? Specifically to make you feel old. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Um... Welcome back, Greg. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> oh my God! I feel like <laughs> are you changed also so out of much. breath from that ad read? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say I got a bunch of equipment from Chaos, and that's why I sound so good. But then I was like, that, I'm not gonna be able to maintain that, <laughs> and that's not good advertising. <laughs> well, you, we commend the effort. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. just so. <laughs> You're just so burdened with all your money from all your good savings that you didn't have to spend it on. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. Yeah, so things we revisited recently. Anybody been going down a nostalgia hole or... Well, is it bro- like can I re- like revisiting anything in any manner, or does I he think mean something? So. Okay, I mean this. You know, this is up for discussion, right? We can take these questions any direction Great. we want. Great. Well, I have revisited, you revisited an emotion recently. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, my emotions about <laughs> speaking in French. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I've always felt I grew up. Uh, my parents are Anglo's, and I grew up uh, going to French schools, uh, so I'm very bilingual. Mm. But on when I speak French, there's still that like little eh, that you know you can you can pick up. I'm an Anglo sometimes if I like fuck up a word or whatever. Um, nobody cares uh, except that for me it's always been like very very stressful. I'm like oh my god if I'm if I speak poorly then that's bad and blah, blah, blah. Mm. and a couple of days ago I realized why. Well, I theoretically, I'm no therapist. Um, but I think it's like a huge kid brain association. Because when I was a kid, I was the only Anglo in school. And then, like, and being Anglophone in Quebec uh, is 
bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no one told me that. No one told you that? Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, actually, my husband had a very different experience to me, so it's not everybody who, who feels this way. But uh, so in my mind, I associated being an Anglo as bad. So I think that even the slightest trip up, even if I sound like 100% French Quebecer when I speak French, mm-hmm. the slightest trip up, I'm like, oh, it's a threat. They'll know I'm not French. I'm now an enemy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. That like if I if I let up that I'm not one of them, it's they'll treat me differently. Yeah, there's like be an other. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. A, there's a sort of gatekeeping that happens a little bit in like linguistic communities. I think especially in a place as bilingual as Montreal, uh-huh. where like yeah, you you can kind of get like even subconsciously people will be like oh you're not you're not really one of us yeah i mean i've gotten attitude on multiple occasions but like and i've seen my mom get attitude because she has a mega accent yeah but it's like even with very close friends who i know deep down there's no way they're judging me for this Hmm. but i have that fear and that stress right and it's like and and i told uh, a close friend recently and she was like how can we help and i was like i fucking don't know (laughs) i have no idea how do i get rid of this hypnotism yeah, no, I, I I get that. My my French is like just good enough that like I, I can get by. Uh-huh. But any time that I'm speaking French to someone who like is clearly more francophone than me, I'm always like, mm, what if I'm dumb though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so I revisited my view of why I'm stressed when mm. I speak French. Yeah. I don't have to revisit that because I'm always stressed about how I speak French. (laughs) Although recently it's been much worse. Uh, I started dating a girl who is Francophone. Right. And she speaks English with me. And when I went to meet her folks, I did my best. (laughs) I tried. I tried, friends. I tried really hard. Oh, the effort counts for a huge amount. It super does. They were super pleased with me. Amazing. every time I would say something wrong, her dad would give me this look. And he's like, no. Oh, no. That's not quite right. That's not how anyone would say that. Um, But (laughs) so I'm always stressed about the French stuff. Mm. And boy, howdy, is it weird (laughs) to be constantly trying to speak French and just floundering. So I guess the lesson is no matter how good at it you are, it's going to be stressful. Oh, no. I'm trying to say that it could always be worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Over to you, guys. Anything you've revisited? Um, so this is going to be something that... Ah, man. So have any of you ever heard of the game XCOM? Greg, yeah. I'm looking at you. I have. Cool. Are you aware that there's a board game? What? <laughs> yeah, that was my exact reaction. So I had I had been playing XCOM for many years, and when uh, maybe like f- four months ago, I f- I just or actually even longer than that, like about six months ago, I finished XCOM two completely, and I was like, all right, I'm done with the series. And then a friend of mine, a mutual friend of Tom and I, Daniel, had. XCOM the board game at his house that he'd never <laughs> played and I looked at him like why haven't we played this what is this how does this work is this like the game what what even is this and so we sit down and we play it and it's the most stressful thing oh no it, 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 it plays in two phases where one is timed and it's 
an app tells you who, whose turn it is and who does what when. And then you finish that and then there's a resolution to see like, all right, so what did you actually do? And did you screw everything up during your time phase? So through that, I was like, this is a great game. This is an amazing experience. I'm going to play XCOM again. And hey, Greg. Yeah. It's as unforgiving as ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is XCOM Soldiers and Aliens? Yes. Yeah. I think I I played it at some point. It's Aliens versus Humans. And if it's XCOM, the first one, well, technically. Depends how technical you want, because there was oh, I, I Microprose <laughs> who made the first game, which I believe was in 93, maybe 92. And then Firaxis made the other one in, I think, 2000 and something. <laughs> I don't remember exactly the dates. Yeah, but uh, tactical shooter, tactical game, and uh, everything happens on dice roll. And by yeah. that, I mean uh, percentage chances. And by that, I mean if you have a 98% chance to hit, you're going to miss. Oh my god <laughs> Because fuck you right. Everyone does Wow So I've been revisiting that And it's been a slog And it's been great <laughs> And also terrible So the first point was about stress The second point was about stress <laughs> Have you guys revisited anything pleasant? I mean doesn't revisiting things just stress you out? That's Cause true Because you've been over point. this right? right? You've done this Why I am know. I back? I uh, <laughs> I can speak to a revisiting that was not stressful Yay Um so we uh, a couple weeks ago it came up that Teffer had never had instant noodles of any kind. Wow. What? Ooh. I mean, she grew up in a cult in the woods, and then you know her her family likes food to be you know healthy <laughs> and good or whatever. You um, could have just stopped it. Her family likes food. Yeah. Well, like I think I think. I think her, so her dad was like a really great cook and her mom is really bougie. And so they are just like, you know, they're a little snobby about food. So she just didn't grow up with that at mm-hmm. all. And when she was in college, she mostly ate what was affordable, but still like food food as opposed to like the instant stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it came up that, you know, she never had instant noodles or like, you know, ramen in a cup or whatever. <gasps> and I was like, huh. Well, we can fix that. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. And I hadn't eaten any of these in years. Like, I I had my fair share of instant noodles in high school in uh-huh. Sejap. And then, you know, when I started working from home, I was like, well, I can cook my meals from home now. So I did that for a long time. And then at some point, I started getting too much takeout. And now I just have a balance of takeout and home cooking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so was her mind blown? Her mind was blown. I forgot how much I like this shit. <laughs> so we've been eating a lot of instant noodles oh, recently. Oh, great. So. Hell yeah. Apparently yeah. it has the nutritional value of a bag of Doritos. Well, you know what? I like a bag of Doritos yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I like a bag of Doritos with my instant yeah. ramen. Ooh, crunch them up in there for seasoning. Double. Yeah, Ooh. Get, get a nice crunch with your soppy noodles. <laughs> cool ranch ramen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Something to try it hour 18 of your live stream oh man if you guys if you guys make some cool ranch ramen during your live stream i'll send you guys like 20 bucks for the charity <laughs> i'm gonna uh, do it anyway. i did <laughs> i did actually recently buy some some ramen some you know pack of ramen some I, good good I, mr noodle <laughs> yeah that's the yeah um, but I, he recently switched to like a plant-based diet for environmental reasons. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just trying to cook that way. I'll, sure. Yeah. yeah it's anyway. Great. Yeah. Um, uh, but I was going through them and I was like, 
oh wait these are all chicken flavored mm. and going through it and it's like oh they actually have like powdered chicken and yeah <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> but there's one that it's just like soy sauce flavored huh that is that is has no animal products in it supposedly mm. so i'm going with that for now awesome <laughs> Fair enough. Go it's to also town. it's also fun have you gotten into like playing with putting extra stuff into it uh not yes. kind of, not okay. yet on our end we, we've been doing like a little green onion on top but yeah uh, haven't gone too I, deep I just, I just usually just throw like frozen vegetables in it mm. like corn or peas mm. just a little extra something and then hot sauce because i'm a maniac but yeah nice i think the one time i was at home and i had all the ingredients ready so i was like all right i'm gonna do this because i've been thinking about taking the noodles from the instant uh ramen not Mm. using the seasoning packets that they give you Mm. but just using already existing stock cooking the noodles Mm -hmm. in the stock Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. adding a bunch of things and making like home dirty style ramen sure and yeah. i took uh what i do i took chicken broth i cooked the noodles in that added some soya sauce threw on some green onions i soft boiled an egg and cut it in half and just stuck it in there yeah, for you fun did. yeah you did yeah uh, and then i crumbled some like wontons on top nice it was oh, perfect that sounds amazing it was very that, very yeah. good yeah oh that's the life Mwah. chef's kiss <laughs> bellissima Greg, you revisited anything recently? Um, I did. I this I recently went back and started watching the IT crowd again. Oh. Ooh. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So that. IT crowd was a show on Channel 4, came out in 2006. Uh ended in 2013, though there was a huge hiatus between for just like one episode in 2013. Um, but it stars Richard Iwadi and Chris O'Dowd uh, as nerds in the IT department. And then um, Catherine Parkinson comes and plays Jen, the person who gets put in charge of them, who doesn't really know too much about IT. And it made me think also back onto another project that I used to do um, where we would watch The Big Bang Theory um, and how... The IT crowds just seems like a better version of the Big Bang Theory <laughs> and like what they were trying to do with the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And then I looked and the Big Bang Theory came out a year after that. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Come on, folks. What's going on? Well, I, I feel like the Americans have redone British shows poorly in the past as well. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, there apparently there's also, there was at some point a American version of the IT crowd uh, that was like shot for pilot, but never aired. Oh. And then it's still kind of in hiatus limbo of maybe American version is going to be done. Uh. Uh, in the one that they did, like the pilot and um, like promos for, uh, Richard Iowati replayed Moss. Of course he did, because you can't replace that energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like... Again, chef's kiss. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a good boy. I love him. Yeah. And, uh, but they had a guy, I can't remember. He was like the host of The Soup. He hates millennials. Oh, Joel McHale. Like, does it? 
Joe McHale was playing Roy. <laughs> um, Isn't he on a show that's basically just called Millennials Are Dumb, the sitcom? The Great Indoors, <laughs> yeah, I believe, yeah. is the name of the show. Yeah. Um, and I just like looking at the promo, I was like, oh, no. Oh, why? What have we done? Is this where we have gone? Is this what we have wrought on the world? And just... Um, got into a bit of a thing but <laughs> the IT crowd if you want to watch uh you know i'm not gonna say a non-misogynistic i'm gonna say a less misogynistic <laughs> yep um and that's valid less problematic but still has definitely some issues um show that has nerds um in it then yeah check out the IT crowd <laughs> i i watched the first episode or part of the first episode and I may have been in a wrong brain space you know when you watch something and you're just like this means nothing to me and it was just like I, I wasn't connecting to it at all and I love the actors in it so I was like oh huh. I wanted to love this so much but is it possibly a show that takes a couple episodes to get into or I would say so because I think like at the beginning it's just like Moss and Roy versus Jen and that gets changed almost immediately. It's okay. just to like the the three of them are a unit mm -hmm. and the rest of the company is crazy and they have to deal with it. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah, I like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Richard. Have have any of you watched his travel series? I have. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Travel man is a good man. He's so weird. I, He's funny on also, anything he does. I love him. That's the thing. I that's why I started rewatching it was because he was on. I started watching like big fat quizzes. Hell yeah! Um, did you find that YouTube? because YouTube was like, "Hey, you should watch this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did they know that I would love this thing? That's it's like that thing. And eight out of ten cats does count. Oh, yeah. you watch one, I you do like get, these and Taskmaster too. <laughs> I haven't seen I, that one. Hasn't been recommended. Oh, to you me should yet, watch Taskmaster. Great Overlord Google YouTube, but I, you know, I'm gonna take it under advisement. Uh, Taskmaster is a very good show with a bunch of British comedians <laughs> accomplishing a bunch of crazy things for uh, the Taskmaster, Greg Davis. Who is mm. <laughs> the biggest man I have ever seen? He is yeah. built like a brick shit house. Yep, and he's just so large. Oh wait, he he had a show at one point, right? A fam family show. I believe so. Yeah, and he's a giant guy, blonde. Yeah. Oh my god. He's oh, I have to watch this boy. Taskmaster stuff. What's, what's his name? Greg Davis. Yeah. Yeah, or Greg Davies. D but Big Fat Quiz is so D -A -V -I -E. fucking funny. Oh, this guy. Yeah, he's on uh, Cuckoo. Yes. Great show. Yeah, really good yeah. show. It had Andy Samberg in the first season, and then he left to do other things, and they got Taylor Lautner to yeah, replace him. Yeah, Werewolf Boy. Which was a weird choice, but it worked. Yeah, it really <laughs> did. What? Yeah. Yeah. It that really is... did work. Yeah, that's a fun show. My goodness. Huh. How does YouTube and Google know everything? They're All listening the time. now. I love I'm... seeing the comments, because I've been, like, when, when something pops up and you're like, oh, this looks fun, such as, I'm feeding my baby chameleon a tiny fly. And like, oh, I want to see this. Sure. And then all the comments are about how it was recommended to them. And it's like, how did I end up here? And how did they know this was going to be <laughs> so appealing to me? I mean, I, I think part of that is that, like, for that situation specifically, I don't know how many people are going to Google feeding a baby chameleon a fly. So that's got to be like most of the people who are watching it got it from a recommendation. Well, yeah, well, that's that's it. It was just so fucking funny. How did I end up here? It's the 2 a.m. weird side of YouTube syndrome where yeah. you just bounce around into weird video after weird video. Yeah. My YouTube recos these days are entirely like 
songs for children because you own, you <laughs> oh, own children. I own, I own children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you can't even have your own feet anymore, Tom. I can't. It's just, it's all Baby Einstein and Sesame Street, which is bonkers. Because let me tell you, Toby fucking hates Elmo. Really? <laughs> yeah. To- Good for him. Yeah. Toby will be like enjoying Baby Einstein for a bit, and then it'll autoplay the next thing, and the next thing will be like silly songs with Elmo. And as soon as Elmo comes on screen, Toby's like, Father! <laughs> the red guy's here again, and I hate him! <laughs> I like how your son sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Hey, how long did it take for you to teach him that? <laughs> Couple days, honestly. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No. It's it's awful. It because because it's just like it's eventually YouTube runs out of Baby Einstein and is like, well, Sesame Street. It's kind of the same. Does it? Oh. Does your baby, sorry, <laughs> I still have that knee-jerk reaction to say it when I'm talking about babies. Anyways. That's okay. Um, we don't know what his gender is yet. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what the fuck was I going to say before I delved into my own bubble of brain? Were you going to ask if he actually sounds like Gilbert Gottfried? No! Does he like <laughs> uh, nature stuff? Uh, so some of the baby Einstein like visuals are kind of like nature shots, right? Okay. So I think so, but he mostly likes Baby Einstein and uh, the Peloton commercials. Oh, nice. <laughs> There's this one Peloton commercial, you know, the stupid <laughs> exercise. Yeah, bike? yeah, yeah. Um, they have one commercial where a dad is like riding his bike and singing along to a song really badly. And his kid like comes upstairs and rolls his eyes at him and leaves the room. Yeah. Uh, and every time that ad comes on, Toby will like stop what he's doing and start like dancing. Ah! What? Huh? Yeah, that's great. What makes you dance, Craig? I called you Craig, apparently. That's- <laughs> Does getting called Craig make yeah. you dance? Does that make it nice that I included you in the conversation? <laughs> you tapped into his dance persona. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm when I'm dancing, my name is Craig. <laughs> when he's out at the club, you. too many drinks, that's when Craig comes out to play. It's my dance sona. Um, no, honestly, what makes me dance is alcohol and music. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Um, even without the alcohol, uh, weddings. I enjoy dancing at weddings. Cool. Because it's a celebration and it's a fun time. And it's just a party about people who love each other. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was lovely. Yeah. I think you might be the first person I have ever met to enjoy <laughs> a wedding. <laughs> I, Most people I, I know. That's not what he said, though. Poor weddings. He said he enjoys well, dancing at weddings. That's true. I, I do also enjoy weddings. Ah. This is why I there am was... technically a, mi- a minister. So um, uh, via the internet. Right. So I, yeah. I got to do that too once, the, the officiating. Yes. It's a fun time. Except it's yeah. stressful because then you have to make sure that you don't fuck up the paperwork. Right. And I did fuck up the paperwork. Tom. Oh, no. But but <laughs> everything was fine. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's fine because when my sister got married at the courthouse, uh, the uh, judge overseeing the wedding fucked up the paperwork in front of them. And they went, uh, wait. And then the judge was like, oh, and just pulled out some white out and started whiting it up being yep. like, this is fine. Don't worry about it. And everyone in the, in the room with me is like looking at the judge going, 
what's happening? <laughs> we can't see their mouths and what they're saying. But like, <laughs> what's going on? Is everything okay? They're, they're, they're looking ahead. We can't tell what their facial reactions are. Is this okay? Is this bad? They approached the bench. Yeah, my, my issue was that I, uh, I had all the paperwork done properly, but I forgot to ask them for um, photocopies of their ID, which you have to like send to oh, yeah, the yeah, government yeah. with the forms uh-huh. so that the government oh. knows who the hell you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, I forgot to ask for that. So I had to message them on their honeymoon. And I was like, <gasps> uh, no need to panic. Everything is fine. I need you to send me your passport. <laughs> <laughs> they were, don't ask questions yeah. <laughs> they got back a couple days later and it was everything was totally fine but I was like this is dumb <laughs> I should have known this I should have just done this in advance I've had months to look over this paperwork yeah, but there's, anything with paperwork is going to be like a, oh. yeah. and just a thing I found out with the marriage is um, that when you've announced that you're going to do it there's a little paper at the palais de justice mm-hmm. uh, in like glass cases with your names and saying when you're going to get married so that anybody can object mm-hmm. anybody yeah it's crazy well you just don't put that in the ceremony you just cut that part right. you take yeah. that one out of the script right yeah exactly um but i don't that's wild to me that it's on you to okay so <laughs> I, it must be different in the in the states than in canada mm-hmm. for how that whole process works because i feel like there is a a marriage license that the people getting married have to go get Mm -hmm. and that's when like identification forms get figured Uh out and then they they are given a window in which they must that that they are allowed to get married basically (laughs) yeah and as long as i file the marriage license certificate with like my signature and the right whatever Mm -hmm. and have paid whatever sometimes once i had to pay a fee to a state to actually do a wedding Uh um as long as that gets submitted it's fine yeah this was this was similar but yeah i think the only difference is that the id needs to be submitted at the end instead of at the beginning but also like the person like our friend al who who did our wedding Mm -hmm. he had to do a shit ton of paperwork like it wasn't just us so that does seem burdensome yeah weddings Mm -hmm. yay Yay. Well, uh, thank you for, you know, joining us for this wedding of our two podcasts tonight. <gasps> yeah. for... Well done. Who's Wait, who's officiating? You are. That's why who brought you. Did you not do the paperwork? Oh, no. Oh, David. Oh, I knew you'd fuck something up. Hey, Greg, send me your passport. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, thanks so much. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. If you guys like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. It it helps a lot we also have merch uh so if you want you know a shirt or a mug or something with our logo on it you can get that from our lovely friends over at t public and you can also support us for free by leaving a rating review on stitcher apple podcasts spotify anywhere that you get your podcasts and by sharing the episode with a friend there was a hot minute that i thought you were talking directly to greg i was (laughs) (laughs) greg support us on patreon you coward (laughs) you coward all of that because you kept saying you can do this and i'm like you're looking at the laptop i'm like are you talking to greg seems like a lot of pressure for a it's guest. a lot of pressure on greg yeah you don't know everybody who is a guest on any podcast has to then support that podcast on patreon what
Yeah, yeah, that's how the whole guesting thing works. Yeah, and if you don't, you're not invited to cast pod. It's it's podcast. It's pod? cod pod. It's cod pod. Cod pod. Oh, cod, no. pod. cod pod. I don't like cod pod. Cod pod sounds like a medieval. This thing. is not our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Tom. <laughs> no external references to our awful, awful game. You horrible I'm also man. Trying to think of the the cod past. Think deeply into the cod past about what happened to this fish. Um, <laughs> oh, that's going to keep me going all night. That was so fucking funny. The cod past. All right, let's get through the rest of this outro, guys. No, I'm let's... too busy thinking about the past of a fish. Too busy thinking about cod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow our show on Instagram and Twitter at Down With Talking and like our page on Facebook. Anyone have anything to... Well, I'm going to start that question over again. Anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out on February 11th. I have a show on February 14th. Okay. Uh, it's uh, 3PO at Montreal Improv, an improv tournament. Uh, I also have a show on the 15th, and it's an Instagram-inspired improv show at the Diving Bell. No, Mainline. Mainline. I wish I had more information for you, but that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Anybody else? Anybody David, else? Any plugs? Plug, plug, uh, plug, 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 Listen plug. to Natural Toonie, because that's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast that I co-host with Tom. Well yeah. done. And our friends, uh, Andy, Becca, and our ever-growing insane DM, Alexander, yeah. who is a crazy man. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that show has been a lot of fun. Uh, the... The day before this episode drops, we will have just released a thing we're calling Passive Wisdom, where uh, due to a scheduling conflict, Becca and I were the only ones who showed up to our recording. So we had a nice little chat about queer representation in games and also about how we're both bad at D&D. <laughs> <laughs> you adapted. Yeah. You adapted. Um, hey, spoilers. He's not any better. <laughs> no. Uh, I have a couple plugs. Um, Jeremiah has asked me to plug a show that they're in uh, on February 15th at 6 p.m. at the KGB. Uh, it's called Bromiscuous. It's celebrating um, like non-traditional masculine identity, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be cool. Go check it out. It's also their birthday the day before, so they're planning on partying after the show. Nice. You're invited to celebrate their birthday with them. Uh, the other thing I want to plug is uh, you can find a link to this in the description of this. Uh, we have a food survey because uh, this is the last week where you can fill out our food survey uh, to help us with our upcoming food series. Um, basically, there's a bunch of questions to find out what your favorite foods are. And then I'm going to take all the data from that survey across all the people who submit answers to it. And I'm going to compile it into a list and figure out what the like 16 most popular foods are. Hey, and Tom. I'm going to make them duke it out in a tournament bracket. Like it's March madness. Amazing. Are you going to make a pie chart? Do, do oh, you I hadn't get thought it? about that do, shit. Do wait, you get it? Wait, I have, I have another one. Are you going to call it munch madness? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Greg, I don't know if you could hear it, but Tom's eyes literally popped yeah. out of his head. Yeah, my pie thing just made him like sort of react, but he really changed for yours. Well done. <laughs> I the, the, I come on the show to name things. <laughs> that's what I do. Yes, yes, excellent. That's awesome. I mean, if you you should come back and guess on uh, Munch Madness. <laughs> um, 
That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so help us out with our Munch Madness food <laughs> survey. You can find the link to that in the description. Um, please do it because I'm trying to get as many answers as possible so that our tournament bracket can be as thorough as possible. I am. I am so invested in this. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Even more now. Gregory. Gregory. Hello. Plugs. Do you have them? Uh, the big one is um, this Saturday. 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 Uh, September. 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 My favorite month of the year. September. Come one, come all to my September nuptial. I don't know where my head was going with that. It just took took the reins. What's happening in in September? Yeah. Uh, uh September 15th to September 16th at 10 a.m. Eastern both both days because that's how this works 24-hour charity stream for our third anniversary of left trigger right trigger uh all benefiting the transgender resource center of long island amazing just comes to say pop it oh you know what i didn't say it's on twitch it's Mm. on twitch.tv slash left trigger right trigger all one word perfect um so yeah just pop into chat say hi let us know uh what you think of our picks for games i think the list will be is out or will be out just beforehand if it's not already out. So, yeah, come check it out. Take a, keep an eye on social media for stuff. Yeah, everybody, That's go sweet. go yeah. support Craig <laughs> and his <laughs> dancing dancing styles. It's a dance stream now. Yes. If Craig shows up, it's just gonna be dancing. <laughs> now you're just gonna play Twitch things. Twenty four hours of just dance. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. That would be terrible. So Greg, we can find it at twitch.tv slash Left Trigger Right Trigger. Correct. Awesome. Awesome. Bing bong. Bing bong. Special thanks to Bing Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bingpong.com. <laughs> this, Wait a second. <laughs> this show was produced and edited by Tom Bing Bong for the Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.bingbong. Bing bong, bing, bing bong, bing bong. Hey, bing bong was a tragic character. I don't know why you guys are using his name oh, so willy-nilly. Oh, fuck that character. <laughs> Seriously. He made me sad. I felt nothing for him. Greg, thanks for joining us. Sorry. Thanks for having Sorry. me. <laughs> We're going to have to have a little chat after the show. <laughs> thanks right. so much for coming on. Great to talk to you. Multiverse theory, corgis, queer representation, reconciliation, angels, demons, squirrels, moose, moose and squirrels, sorcerers, dinosaurs, forests, giants, rogues, warlocks, planes, sewers, lavender, natural toonie, a Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right here on the Upford Network. If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. 
Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else.